0: Welcome to the Enjoying God podcast from Church by the Bridge and St. Augustine's. In this podcast, a couple of our congregation pastors have come together for a laid-back conversation to workshop different ideas about how we enjoy God. We're keeping it relaxed and conversational, and we're looking forward to inviting some different voices and perspectives into the conversation for later episodes.
1: And if that's true, that's a game-changer for how we're going to learn how to enjoy God, right? Because we've got to do some, some, some heart work, some some personal work of working out, well, who am I and how do I relate
0: to my father? Maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking this yourself. I find it hard to enjoy God. You know, some people seem to find it really easy. I don't feel like I'm that type of person.
2: And unlike your parents who do change over time, God never changes. So God is the same.
0: Well, welcome to what I think is the first podcast from Church by the Bridge in St. Augustine. Is that right? Yeah. Besides our sermon yeah, podcast, so. our sermon podcast each week. Uh, it's the Enjoying God podcast, and for those of you who are members of our church, you know our theme of this year is Enjoying God. We're exploring this idea that God is the God of grace and brought us into a relationship with Him. He's done all of that. That doesn't change, and yet our day-to-day life, we're enjoying that relationship with Him as our Father. And so today, and throughout the coming episodes, we're going to be going practical and exploring this idea of enjoying God in a deeper way and in a different way to what we do on a Sunday. So to help us do that, I've got here, well, I'm Andrew, if you don't know me before, haven't met me before, and we've got Nick, hey. the tall, coffee-loving pastor. That's me. Great to have you. And local funny man, James Galea. Welcome. No pressure, Dave. no pressure. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to share a little bit about, about yourselves?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm married to Becca. We've been married for almost six years now. That's crazy. Um, we have got a little daughter on the way in eight days as of recording this episode. Ooh, so wow. that's just terrifying. Um, you okay. know, send in your tips, please. I'd love to know <laughs> how to do this whole parenting thing. Um, I really like burgers. Mm. I'm going to have a lot of cholesterol problems of in the burgers. future. Yep. And I really like basketball. That's me.
0: So how many coffees have you had this morning, Nick?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I think I've had four. Three. Mm. Three this morning. Three it's a
0: slow is, one. it's 10 10.20. Good effort. Thank
2: you. <laughs> yes, I'm James. mad to Charlotte. I've got three kids. Uh, well, I enjoy all sorts of things. One of them is slow roasting meat. Oh, mm. gee, that's good. I've had some uh, slow roasting meat. Yeah, that's, I enjoy that. And bird watching, which is a hobby that's not cool, I know, but <laughs> being a Christian and being a bird watch is very similar. People have the same reaction. How many
0: birds have you seen? Like, I
2: know you know the number. Oh, how many birds have I seen? Yeah. Uh, you know uh, look, uh, over 500, which technically oh makes gosh. me a Twitcher, which I know <laughs> everyone thinks, wow. This and guy, you shared with me, me earlier, James, sorry I had
1: to put you on the spot here, but that at one point you were thinking about getting into taxidermy.
2: Ta- yeah, well, look, for a moment, but then, you know, taxidermy is even far less cool <laughs> than being a bird watcher, so I ditched I mean, it's, stuffing, stuffing dead animals, so it's less yeah.
1: about coolness and more about creepiness but that's you know <laughs> let's leave it there
2: very creepy
0: <laughs> if you're a taxidermist listening we love you and it's yeah, great yeah. You. that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you guys want to share a little bit of what why this podcast why are we doing this we're, we're sitting here it's yeah, very casual relaxed we've got our coffees why are we talking
2: yeah so every year at church we we take a theme and we explore that for you so then you've gone past we uh, the theme of courageous faith hmm. uh, the theme of year of care hmm. year of prayer
1: that was actually one of the things that really drew me to this church when yeah. i you heard about it the yeah, year so it, of courageous faith that was huge so it's really it's yeah. so
2: each, each year is marked by a certain uh, theme and so this year is the theme of enjoying god but what's been interesting obviously with covid yeah. and the lockdown there's been different reactions some people say well given what's happened you're going to Ditch the year of enjoying God and go back to the year of prayer and mm. care, that seems a bit mm. more appropriate. Mm. But others have been like, no, no, that totally makes sense. Uh so it's been interest I mean, we're keeping it, but yeah. it's just been interesting people's reactions. Yeah, yeah. and to I can it.
1: understand why people, you know, raise that. You mm. know, how can you enjoy God when you're in isolation, you're not allowed to see people, you know, everything sucks. Um, but I actually think this is the sovereignty of God bringing this this year of enjoying God, we, we planned that because we thought it was valuable without even knowing what this year was going to look like, and then yeah. bam, COVID hits, and suddenly in the midst of all of our rhythms and routines being disrupted, we're being confronted with the question, well, how are we going to enjoy God? So I think it's a perfect time.
2: Yeah, because I mean, everything's been taken away. Yeah. Uh, and so particularly uh, as a Christian, well, a lot of things you normally do as a, as a Christian, go to church, um, sing with other Christians... Uh, Lord's Supper, all these things—they've they've been taken away yeah. in, 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 in big ways. And so, can I still enjoy God when all those things, which I normally go to, aren't accessible you can't or, or, or in the norm? So, yeah, that's, right. so that's been a good, good uh, learning experience, I think, for us all. Mm. So, suppose the
0: pushback, though, we often get with this idea of enjoying God—people saying—and maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking this yourself—I mm. find it hard to enjoy God. Mm. Yeah, some people seem to find it really easy. I don't feel like I'm that type of person. What do you guys think about that, that pushback?
2: Yeah, because I think, look, uh, the idea of enjoying God as a Christian, everyone's in on it, you know? I haven't met anyone that's like, no, nah, I don't really want to enjoy God. Like, everyone <laughs> wants Not to me, do man. it as a Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so everyone's on board, but you're right, Angel. Like, there's a whole spectrum of people in terms of, but I, but I don't, mm. or I struggle, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're enjoying God either. My
1: hunch is yeah. Yeah. that pretty much everyone feels that at some point and perhaps mm. more than you'd like to admit. Like, mm. you know, mm. that you actually feel like, Oh, I don't enjoy God like I wish I did. Mm. Um even or like the that other
0: person does.
1: That, right, exactly. And even even you might be the person that everyone else is looking at and they're thinking, Wow, that person's so faithful and spiritual and they enjoy God all the time. Mm. She's amazing. Wow, look at her courageous faith and the way that she just yeah. lives for Jesus and she must enjoy God, but deep down you actually feel this. Deep sense of disconnection.
0: Yeah, well, you're not an emotional person, and someone jumps up in open mic in our church, and and they're just talking, you know, tears running down their face about how much they're enjoying their relationship with their right. father, heavenly Father. And you're thinking, why not me?
1: Totally. Yeah. And I think that that comparison is the key word there, right? Like comparison mm. is the thief of joy. And when it comes to our our walk with Christ we are consistently comparing ourselves. And I, I'm going to make a bold statement here. I think we compare ourselves more in this season of life than any other season before. We live in the social media age, to, to beat that drum, I'm sure we'll get there again, um, where you're just consistently being bombarded with perfectly curated images of what it looks like to be a functioning, wonderful human. And that's no less true for faith. So that's mm. really hard.
2: And look, let's just put it out, like: So I'm very different to you, Nick, in terms no. of... No. The wha- huh. well, you know, taxidermy. Uh, I've only had one coffee today, but uh, in terms <laughs> of other ways, in terms of the way you talk about your relationship with God, is very different to the way I do. Mm. And so, what's interesting is, as those who do it, and particularly what you're saying, Andrew, in terms of that heightened emotional or sort of language people uses, there's something that I know within me, and and I don't know if others feel this, but a skepticism can come out where you think right. mm. are, they're, they're, really. they're they're faking it, they're 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 putting it on, it's not real. There's some sort of deeper issue that, they're, and they're just trying to hide that, and that yeah. you know, this is a, this is a mask or whatever. And so that's, you know, if I'm honest, there's a skepticism come out, but actually when they actually are enjoying God, yeah. the problem is not them. The problem is me deep down. Yeah. Wow. Um. So you know, there's all sorts of reaction you can have. Yeah, totally. When you see other people enjoying God.
1: Totally. And I like just to explore another reason why it's really hard to enjoy God. I think in church, sometimes we have a certain personality or type of person that ends up being on the stage Mm. um, who gets given the microphone to speak. Even, you mentioned before, open mic, Andrew, the kind of people that are willing to stand up in front of a room of people, um, that's going to bring a certain type of personality out the front. And so if that's not your personality and that kind of way that you might be wired, you're going to actually start to compare yourself and think, well, I could never enjoy God like that person because I'm not like the pastor who preaches the bold, passionate sermon.
2: Mm. I had an experience where a couple of years ago before you guys were on team where we as a staff team did like a, a survey, like a personality profile. All right. And so I, the results came in and it kind of gives you different characteristics. And one of the characteristics was spirituality. Uh-huh. Now, every staff member had it in their top five, except for me. Um, it was in my top 20. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember what number? Uh, it was 20. <laughs> um, and so it was one of those moments where I'm like, hang on. The career I've chosen is a pastor. And the profile is saying, you know, I'm not spiritual, which is, uh, you know, not a great combo. <laughs> and so really funny. that was really a moment where I was like, oh. I'm not that spiritual. But, I, you know, it tapped into something like, you know, the idea of Christians singing, you know, with a guitar around a campfire. Oh, get me a bucket. You know, I'm not into that at all. Like, I'm not that kind of guy. So I think it's sort of tapping into that. Mm. But uh, I did actually think it did affect me because I'm like, I'm not spiritual, so what am I?
1: So that was a moment for you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big, and I think it's been, look, I can sort of laugh about it and joke about it, but I think it actually did affect me more than I realized. And yeah. so that's a, that was a number of years ago, but it was only recently where a, a good mate of mine, uh, said, well, I think, you know, though you don't think your spirit, your spirituality is different. Mm. You have a faith in Jesus. You love him, but you express that in a different way. And it's a bit more rough or a bit more pragmatic, but it's, it's not as the vivid language as others. You know, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You know, that's just not me.
1: Right. No. And so that, I think that brings us to where we want to go with this episode. Um, this idea of family systems theory. We were talking about it before and how that relates to faith. Mm. Do you want to tell us what that was, James? Yeah, yeah,
2: so I don't know where, family systems is a type of sort of psychology, uh, and I was doing a workshop there, which uh, there was a line which said, every child has a different experience of their parents. Wow. So whether you're the firstborn, the middle child, the young, whatever it is, everyone has a different experience of what mum and dad are like. And so, and that, that's because your birth order, and that's because your personality, Types, like, you know, you might parents might experience a bit of a trauma when you know you were older, and, and by the time the, the youngest child comes along, the, oh, that things are happy days. So, whatever it is, every child's different experience of parents, and that got me thinking, yeah, is every child of God have a different experience of God? Yeah, and, and I think that's right because I think that's right, we're all made differently, we all have different experiences different personality types and we experience and uh, relate our relationship with God in different ways.
1: Yeah, and if that's true, that's a game changer for how we're going to learn how to enjoy God, right? Because we've got to do some, some, some heart work, some, some personal work of working out, well, who am I and how do I relate to my father. Mm. I think it's just actually a beautiful picture of the church, right? Like we, we talk about the body of Christ. We talk about how mm. God has, you know, made us completely differently and uniquely and gifted us for different things. And we come together and together we complement each other. It's mm. beautiful. But, but I don't know that we've ever thought too deeply about how that might actually relate to our relationship with God. Mm. So mm. That's really good. I'm keen mm. to think about that.
2: And because I, I think partly, just going back to what I was saying before, the, you know, some people go through really dark places, you know, suffering, whatever it might be, and they cling on to God and they come out the other side with a deeper enjoyment of love of God uh, than they did previously. And I haven't experienced those kind of depths, mm. but I see people having like, oh, I, there's a bit of jealousy. I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of want what you have. Mm. Um, and so there's, it's tapping into that. But also, too, God's made us all differently. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I suppose, though, the question could be, um, you know, what you guys have just been saying has been very very me-focused. You know, mm. This is how I relate to God. This is how you relate to God. I'm wide this way, so, you know, I'm more of a prayer person and you're more of a Bible person or, you know, whatever it is. And we're not talking so much about how God relates to us. No. Uh, it can sound a little bit like it's, you know, you know, you've got this buffet of all the different options and, and you pick the way you want to connect with, yeah. with God. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? What would you say to that to that pushback? No,
1: that's a really helpful point because we're not talking about like a self-help Christianity, uh, choose your own adventure with choose God. Choose your own adventure, yes. I'm not super into that prayer thing. She's a really great prayer. I'm a really good Bible reader, so yeah. you do your thing, I'll do my thing. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I think we're, we're, we're recognizing that there is a fundamental reality that has been given to us in Jesus that is true for everybody. Mm. And there are means that God has given us to enjoy Him and to relate to Him that are true for everyone. Mm. It's, it's a relationship, right? Like you, you can't say, well, I'm not much of a talker, so I'm not going to ever talk in my relationship. If I tried that with Beck, that's not going to work, right? Like we need to both kind of give and take, speak. Same with God. And um, We've all got these same means of, of coming to Him. But I think it's just learning to be aware that it's okay if you find certain things difficult. You know, if you find prayer hard, that's okay.
0: Just own that. It doesn't mean your relationship with God is in some way deficient that's or it. you're not actually a child of God because you have trouble praying. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But I think
1: right now I just want to say if anyone's feeling that or has felt that in the past, just just take a moment and realize that, that no one's asking you to have a perfect relationship with God where you practice every moment of spiritual discipline perfectly. That's okay. Mm. Let yourself off the hook. You live in the grace of Jesus. You know that you are saved by grace alone, and that, that's true now, even mm. in this moment.
2: And unlike your parents, who do change over time, God never changes. So God is the same. Yeah. And God doesn't put on like a, a different personality for some, mm. um, and, and you know changes puts on a different mask for others. You know, He is the same. And uh, as Colossians two says, all of uh, Christ dwells in us. Mm. And there's there's a word fullness there, which I love. Like He is fully in you by the power of the Spirit. It's not like there's a ratio like you've got more of Christ and I got less. You know, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't work like that. So everyone is just as close as, as a Christian, and we just as close to God, and is the same God for everyone, and we're united to uh, through Christ. Yeah. So that's important to say, but because we're all different, we have different experience of that same God. Yes. It's tapping into that. Great.
0: I think that's a great spot to pause. We'll come back after this short break and start to get practical about some of these different ways of enjoying our relationship with our God. See you soon.
2: I'm looking forward to uh, in a couple of episodes time reading the Bible. We got to start that again. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> I got it. Here it goes. Say James, the one who wants to do the whole thing at once. Bubble the reading.
2: Because I'm going for a title, right? Sorry. Yeah, the truck was bad. Yes, the truck. Oh, the truck.
0: Did I crack my knuckles?
1: (laughs) 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 All right, get it out now, then.
0: All right, Nick and James, wet our appetite. We've got a bunch of episodes coming up. All right, we're going to get practical. Do you want to just share a bit of a glimpse, a sneak peek about some of the things we're going to be talking about?
2: Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to the episodes where we hash out uh, what it looks like to pray to God, but I can't see him, you know that or, mm. or hearing God, but I don't like reading the Bible, you know, yep. those kind of things that we need to do in terms of relationship with God, and yet tapping to what we're exploring today, really, uh, but I don't like to do that. or yeah. I find yeah, it yeah, And hard. getting practical for those yeah.
1: for those people who perhaps really find Bible reading hard. Mm, what, mm. Well, How can you actually use this yeah. to help fuel your relationship with God? Mm. Yeah, mm. that's really good. Yeah, I, I'm really keen for actually perhaps less of the practical stuff, which, <laughs> you know, we're seeing more and more of the difference between me and James. But I just really am looking forward to, I think in our next episode, we're particularly going to think about this idea of being united with Christ. I think so often we evaluate ourselves and our faith based on um, the the ups and downs of our relational experience of God. But but you are not evaluated based on those things. You are once for all completely saved and united with God's Son Jesus. And that, that means there's never a moment in which you aren't completely and utterly loved and saved. And I think when we learn to really live in that identity that starts to really ground us when we feel those moments of, I feel distant from God. I don't enjoy God like I wish I was. That's that moment where we come back. Mm. Yeah,
2: Beautiful. Buckle up.
0: Mm. Buckle up. So h- help us land this. So w- we've been talking about all the different ways of relating with God. You just helped help us explore identity in Jesus as, as kind of one of those anchor points that we've got to keep coming back through to throughout this season. What else would you say to, to people who are, just beginning to wrestle with
2: this question of how do
0: I relate with God and
2: yeah I think there's uh, two things that can happen or in my experience I, I think there's two tendencies when you see others enjoying God you either go to feeling a sense of superior or inferior mm. so in the sense if you look and you think Preacher others brother. you're like well look uh they're not enjoying God but I am because the way I, the experiences I've had or my knowledge, or, and you can sort of feel good about yourself and look down at others and think, you know, what what, what are they doing? Uh, or there's a sense of inferior, which I think is probably a bit more common is, oh, I don't enjoy God like they do. Mm. So I mustn't be a good Christian. Mm god mustn't really want me part of his family or, or it can lead into all sorts of ways so i think there in terms of the two categories of uh, superior or inferior in terms of what you can experience when you see others enjoying god
1: um, yeah so what what should we do with that
2: well i think uh, as i said before there's a sense of skepticism that comes it can come in so i think partly acknowledging it sort of what is it about the way in which they enjoy God. So I'll use you, you Nick, as an example. The language you use, you know. Uh, <laughs> the I felt, and you are, I guess, similar to Paul Dale, senior pastor, in terms of the way that you speak about God is very emotional Yeah. in terms of, and so that, so I can either go skepticism or sort of faking it, or uh, distance myself saying, oh, not like that. But rather, I think it's sort of, what is it about, you guys, the way you talk about God, that's... Because I think com- it can also come from a place of jealousy. I kind of want it, but I don't want to fake it. Do what I mean? I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think the word there is thankfulness, right? Like, Oh, very much so. Because <laughs> I feel yeah. the same, you know, thinking about you, James. I come into this team <laughs> and I see you I've, as just this this stability, this rock, this leader who has an ability to communicate and just lead people in the ways of God. And it comes from you leading from the front and you just follow the Lord so closely. And I'm like, man, I, I want some of that. And and I could go, but I'm not like that. And so kind of down on myself, but no, the answer is actually, no, I just want to be really thankful for James mm. and the fact mm. that he is different. Mm. Um, and so I guess if the superiority, inferiority thing is something you're exploring in your life, what do you do? you got to learn to be thankful for others and not feel like you have to be someone else
2: yeah and i yeah very much and i think it's it's turning uh particularly envy if it, if it into an encouragement mm, wow. so That's good. Uh, saying things i appreciate the way that you uh really because uh, i i need you and i need others uh to enjoy god more yeah because though you're different to me you give a different picture. Or a different language, or a different experience to enjoying God that I don't have, but I actually need that to build up my faith. So yep. there's a, there's a sense of thankfulness, as all, Also, too, contentment. Like, yeah, contentment. God's good. made me a certain way, and when I complain, it's in the end, saying to God, "Oh, you've, you've made a mistake here. Mm. Uh, you know, you've you've shortchanged me, God. Mm. I wish I was more." Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I
1: think when we come to a point of contentment, and rather than keep trying to be someone else than we are, but actually go deep into who God has made us and and learn to grow as the person God has made us, I think those are the people that God uses mightily. Mm. He takes the people who are totally aware of their flaws and aware of their strengths and who don't take pride in that, but just depend on Jesus. He takes those people and He uses them. Um, So really, we're talking about coming to actually walk closely with the
0: Lord and be used by Him. it's really really big well thanks Nick and James for whetting our appetite into some of the things to come in this podcast it has been great to have you join us please can I encourage you share this podcast with your friends with other people from church subscribe so you don't miss the next episodes and we're going to be back with our next episode very soon see you then until then keep enjoying God